Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Shout outs to everybody tuned in, locked in all over North America on the free Odyssey app, on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. We got hundreds all over North America. People tuned in on Sirius XM Channel 158 and everybody locked in on a smart speaker. I'm in Atlanta, super producer and host Dave Shepard. He is holding it down in New York City. You, yeah, you, you listening right now. You could be at work. You could be at home. You could be driving to, from, I I don't know where you at, but thank you for being here. Shout outs to the factory workers, the hospital workers, the airport workers, the people sitting in their backyard. My people are holding it down, and if you're holding it down, you know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. I'm going to be with you for the next three hours. It's a four-hour show. I get started every single weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you missed the first hour of the show, we talked about the Browns. They added Kareem Hunt. Well, they brought him back, right? We talked about the Vikings. They brought in Cam Akers. Both of these running backs, what difference are they going to make? Probably not a big one. Probably not a big one. Sorry about that. Hey, we had a conversation with Chris Matinko. Who the hell is he? Chris Matinko covers just just news, investment news for Crunchbase. And I wanted to talk to him because he knows all about the money that goes into sports and investing. And I appreciate the information that he came through and shared especially as it relates to athletes and rest and statistics. Yeah, these athletes get paid a lot of money. The teams also spend a lot of money trying to figure out how to keep them healthy. Doesn't appear to be all that successful now, does it? And then I told you as we continue on with the show, you should know this by now because it's Wednesday. An hour from now, I'm going to share with you a new top six list. All the conversations and around coaching, etc. We're going to talk about some of the greatest coaches that used to be athletes. Yeah. Who played the game and had decided to go ahead and coach and had success in both. Ridiculous success. We're going to do that, that top six, next hour. And right before we went to break, Daniel, the Uber driver, He called from Chicago. Pretty normal, right? He calls, I don't know, once a month, maybe twice a month he's on. And he says the Bears are going 
to the Super Bowl. The Bears are going to the Super Bowl, where he just called up and said, I'm done with Justin Fields. He just called up and said, I think the Bears will be lucky if they win three games. And it's only been two games into the season. But the Chicago Bears have already looked like a disaster. Okay? They lost to Green Bay, game one, 38-20. This past Sunday, they lost to Tampa Bay, 27-17. And this is almost like uh, it's like a full destruction right here. Hey, Shep, you know who the Bears play next? I should, but I don't. It's not pretty. The Bears take on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. That's always a piece of cake. Yeah, well, what do you think that score is going to look like? You know, the Chiefs did not play well either, JR. No, bro, I I know they didn't look good. Right. What do you think that score is going to look like? But I'm saying because of that, the Chiefs are going to run run them out of town when they play the Bears. Oh. Don't take out their anger on the Bears. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, we could say a lot to a little, but who knows? It's football, right? Everybody plays the game. It it could be a close one. But, yes, I, I, I expect Kansas City to uh, just, even if they don't stomp on them real good, I expect them to walk over them. The Bears, by the time we finish up on Sunday, yeah, I, I expect the Chicago Bears, the Bears, to be 0-3. And if Kansas City loses to the Bears, Kansas City, they should just go out there and, and smack the living hell out of themselves. And you know somebody who's been getting smacked around a lot for the Chicago Bears? Unfortunately, it's Justin Fields. They give this guy DJ Moore. They draft Darnell Wright. I know Claypool is healthy. He's not healthy. He's playing. He's lazy. Whatever the hell it is, he's out there. They extended Cole Komet. You would think Justin Fields, for all the talk that he did in the offseason, he said he's one of the best running quarterbacks of all time. He said he wants to go out there and throw. Yes, finally, you know, throw for more than 4,000 yards. He talked it big like he was going to go ahead and, and, and have a progression. Last season, Justin Fields, 2,200 yards passing, 17 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. He also rushed for almost 1,200 yards and had eight TDs. You would think that he would show a few more signs of positive progression. And yes, it's only two games, but his decision-making and where he gets the ball and where he doesn't throw the ball is already maddening. So far combined this season, through the two games, Justin Fields only, let me say this again, Only 426 yards passing. He only has 62 yards rushing. He has two touchdowns, three interceptions, and a fumble. This ain't what the Bears are signing up for. General manager and boss Ryan Poles said at the end of last season, if there's one thing that we need Justin Fields to do, it's to improve as a passer. And that ain't what he's doing right now. And after this Sunday's loss, where they went down to Tampa Bay, the head coach, Matt Eberflus, one of my favorite names to say, Eberflus, he was asked about Justin Fields. And he said, man, this guy is up, he's down, he's up, he's down. He needs to be straight. Listen to this. Yesterday it seemed 
to a lot of us that just had the same issues that we saw last year with pocket presence and, and going through his reads. Where do you feel like he's at in the rhythm and timing, and are you concerned that it's maybe not coming along as you guys would Yeah, I mean, you know, you certainly want to see the consistency there, okay? And, and, and you see flashes and you see improvement. Um, you see that, right? And you saw the ball delivered down the field uh, yesterday, which is all positive. Those are all positive things. And like I said, we just want to see consistency with that, you know? Take what the defense gives you. You know, if that long long ball's there, the shot's there, the in cut's there, whatever the route might be. And if it's not there, then work down to your progression. So just about consistency. That's really what it is. Everything is about consistency, right? And that what we all want in life? Just a little bit of consistency. You want a consistent paycheck. You want a consistent relationship. I don't, Shep, what else would somebody want uh, on a consistent basis? Like love, right? People want love on a consistent basis. Yeah, I'd say love. I'd say consistent paycheck as long as it keeps up with inflation. Oh, so look at you. Right? A, a great economist here. Okay. Thank you. Relationship coach, economist, teacher, scholar. Okay. What don't you do, Shep? Uh, well, thank you, JR. I mean, I think we want consistent taxes. We want consistent uh, gas, gas pricing. I don't want no taxes. Well, Yes, but what I mean by that is we know taxes and, and that's how that's how public what? roads and, and what that is built. So with that being said, that's why they locked up Wesley Snipes, right? Oh well, maybe I, I don't know he enough did. about that. Although he didn't I do, pay his taxes, they locked him up. Well, they should have had him. And white man uh, can't jump too. But but Jay Hart, but in all seriousness, uh, we do want taxes to stay relatively the same because depending on where you live, based on how much desire there is to live there, cities will drastically up their tax rates. And I don't want to see anyone have to go through that. Yeah, well, you think Justin Fields cares about taxes? Well, when you're a quarterback in the NFL. Uh, now, he is on a rookie contract. Um, well, he's, but He's also in the highest tax bracket possible. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think those guys are worried about taxes. They're more worried about how much they got to pay their agent. Oh, well, that, 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 well less than 2%, man. They don't, them agents less than don't 2%? Well, I, th- I thought standard was 10%. No, not in the NFL. NFL really? Don't get- no, man. NFL ain't take no 10%. They no, get no. two. Wait, wait. You're telling me Drew Rosenhaus is a shark and he does it for 2%? Yeah, I think it's uh, 2 to 3%. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, the NBA has it bad. Oh, well, I mean, this is this is why it's tough, and this is a conversation for a different day. Sure, of course. It, it, it's difficult being an agent in sports. I mean, we can think about the top names that we know. Um, there are hundreds of agents, man. It's it's tough. It's it's you're at the cream rises to the top, and everybody else is fighting at the bottom, man. Well, so. well let, let me say this. Uh, this is what? a message for all the agents that listen to your show. Um, obviously, there are always exceptions. They do a lousy freaking job of promoting their clients. Okay, about what? About everything. They're so they're so concerned with mediocrity. How about you take advantage of the multitude of platforms that are out there more than ever before for your athletes to be brands, and they'd rather be no human beings. And so shame on them for complaining if they don't think they're getting enough love in their world because they got to do a better job promoting their athletes. They're asleep at the wheel in that regard, JR. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. No, what I, what I mean by that is, just if we can specify this for a second, we are a national radio show. Right. Uh, how many agents are aware of you? I would say many. How many agents go to you directly and say, JR, my athlete is unique in this capacity. Your audience would benefit in hearing about him, and it's an opportunity for him to grow. How many agents do that? How many many agents know that their player ain't going to say anything worth a damn? You know what? 
if a player can't be interesting in an interview, they got a lot more of a problem yeah, than well, just representing them as an agent. Hey, if you got to look at the bulk of the players, the majority of them are just happy to be in the NFL, okay? Right, but, but everybody ain't living on no uh, giant contract here. Patrick Mahomes says nothing, and he's still interesting in every single press conference. Uh, you see him in the State Farm commercial. He says enough. Well, he's even better there. He's good. You know somebody we won't see in a State Farm commercial? <laughs> uh, Matt Everflus, Ryan Foles, Justin Fields. Oh, Justin yeah. Fields ain't going to be in no commercials. So you just heard his coach basically, I don't want to say throw him under the bus, but he basically said that we're looking at the same damn guy from last year, and he needs to do better. Do you want to know who responded today? The quarterback, the one who was being criticized, Justin Fields. He said that there's just a lot going on right now in this offense, and maybe, just maybe, it ain't me. Maybe it's the coaches. Listen to this. It's juicy. When, you know, you're fed a lot of information um, at a point in time, and you're trying to think about that info, like when you're playing, it's like it doesn't let you play like yourself. You're trying to you know, process so much information to where it's like, you know, if I just simplified in my mind, I would have did this. Like I saw a few plays on Sunday to where if I was playing like my old self, like we would have had a positive play. Like there would have been, you know, a few more third down conversions. So um, I think that's the biggest thing for me is just, you know, uh, playing the game how you know, I know how to play it, how I've been playing it my whole life. Man, why are, you, why are you saying that out loud for, man? What, what has Justin Fields accomplished in the NFL to start saying, man, I want to I do things my way, and I don't, you know, like I'm not appreciating what the coaches are telling me. Like, what are you saying, man? Don't say that. You don't look good. You don't look good to the other teams in the NFL if, if anybody ever wants to pick you up. Let's keep this in mind. The current Chicago Bears regime, did not draft and bring in Justin Fields. Let's remember that. Ryan Poles has him. Ryan Pace drafted him, traded up to bring him in. Matt Nagy, who everybody hated, was the head coach at the time. Those two dudes are gone. It's like any other business. People hire and bring in their own folks. They clean house. And so, man, you you on borrowed time here. Ryan Poles came out of his mouth at the end of last season and said, you have to get better. And what are you doing right now in, in two games into the season on the heels of taking on the Kansas City Chiefs if the Chicago Bears keep up with the Chiefs scoring-wise, then God bless them. But the fact is, man, you, you don't look good and you don't sound good for someone who did not draft you. They will have no problem getting you to hell up on out of there and bringing in their own people. Because let's be real here. If I'm a general manager, my ass is always on the line. I want to stick around and run the team for as long as possible. And I want to maintain and have my own paycheck. And so if that means running the meter with Justin Fields and then giving Justin Fields the boot and then going upstairs and saying, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, I didn't draft him, so now I need to draft my own quarterback. That's to Ryan Pohl's advantage. He don't got no skin in the game when it comes to Justin Fields. And so I guess somehow, some way, Justin Fields got the memo because he came back after practice and he tried to clean up his statement. Listen to this. 
When you take my quote out of context, when, when you just say that, if you paint the picture on the inside out, like y'all are trying to split, split us up as a team. I'm not blaming anything on the coaches. I'm never gonna blame anything on the coaches, never gonna blame anything on my teammates. I will take every, whatever happens in the game, I will take all the blame. Never will you hear anything come out of my mouth to where I will blame it on somebody else. In this organization, my teammates, never will you hear that. So I just wanna clear that up and just know that like, I need to play better. That's it, point blank. If, if y'all, that's, that's what I should have said in the first place. Oh, that's what I, well, how are you talking out of both sides of your mouth? Come on. That's what I should have said in the first. Well, did you hear what you said? Nobody's trying to split y'all up. You doing that yourself. Here, you know what? You heard what he said before practice. You heard what he said after practice. You know what? We have more of what he said beforehand and, and just how he's playing and why he's playing the way he is. Let's listen to him before this uh, whole apology. Could be, uh, you know, uh, coaching, um, I think. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, they're doing their job when they're giving me, you know, what to look at and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I you know, can't be thinking about that when the game comes. I prepare myself throughout the week. And then when the game comes, it's, it's time to play free at that point. So um, thinking less and, you know, playing more. It could be coaching, maybe. But they're doing their job. Man, he learned a tough lesson today. Could be, uh, you know, uh, coaching. Yeah, but he's not he's not blaming the coaches, though. But it could be that. They're just doing their jobs. And what he should have said was, I just take responsibility. Where, where, where did Justin Fields go in, in regards to, uh, you know, public relations school? Who did he consult with when it comes to speaking to the media? He must have Zach Wilson on speed dial. I mean, Zach Wilson talks to the media last year and drops the ultimate bomb. Basically, hey, Zach. You suck. Do you feel that you owe the defense to perform better than what you've been doing? Zach Wilson says, no, I don't, I don't owe anybody any. Like, come on, man. Justin Fields is becoming his own worst enemy. It's enough to stink on the field. It's even worse when you stand in front of a microphone and whether you intended to do it or not, you don't take accountability, but you're pointing the finger at everybody else. That is a surefire way to tick off the fans in Chicago, to tick off your teammates, to tick off your bosses, and to ultimately get your ass a ticket out of town. It's not good for Justin Fields. I thought that he would progress and maybe he'll have the same exact numbers that he had last year. But I hate to tell you this, for a dude who was sacked 55 times last year, he's on pace for an NFL record 80-plus sacks. This is not looking good for Justin Fields. And at this point, what he should probably do is be quiet. Try to perform. Try to get better because you're on borrowed time. And unless there's a marked improvement, Justin Field, Chicago Bears, they're going to be drafting his replacement next year unless he gets it together. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Hey, you know what? If you want to know where Justin Fields is getting his inspiration, 
I told you it might be Zach Wilson. This is Zach Wilson not being responsible last year. As an offense, though, I mean, when you guys are only able to score three points, the defense only lets up three points. I mean, do you, do you feel like you let the defense down at all? No. no. Super frustrating. You know, it was is, it is a frustrating day, of course, you know. Yeah. I didn't let nobody down. Justin Fields, he's like, ah, not me, it's the coaches. I'm going to take your calls on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Poor Bears. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for getting my call in. This is my first time, but I've been wanting to call for a moment. But I just needed to say tonight thank you and God bless you. I have listened to your growth and your maturity for a long time, and I'm very pleased with where you're at now and how you. Use your platform to be fair, to be equal, to be just. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Oh, that's nice. Somebody called me mature. That's nice. It's nice. That's all I can say about that. Thank you. I can say thank you as well. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We've been talking about the Bears. I feel like they're a a future disaster. They're currently playing like a disaster. Uh, Their quarterback, Justin Fields, is throwing the coaches under the bus and then going, oh, I didn't mean to say that, but you, the media, are ripping what I said apart. Nah, man, you said it, man. He's like, oh, well, what's going on? Well, it's it's the coaches. Could be the coaches, but they're doing their jobs. And then he he says afterwards, oh, it's the media tearing it up between me and the coaches. Nah, man, it came out your own mouth. And he's walking a real fine line for a guy who didn't draft him. Ryan Poles did not draft him. Ryan Pace did. And so you're trying to put your best foot forward for your new employer. And you're throwing him and Ibraflus under the bus? Come on, man. You're throwing Luke Getze under the bus? And, oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about Allen Williams, the defensive coordinator, who stepped away today. Said he's dealing with health issues and needs to focus in on his family. There were stupid rumors about an FBI raid and the Bears and everybody is saying this is nuts. The Bears are just the Bears. You can throw out actually having a quarterback that wins anything. It ain't looking good this year. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. And it's going to be Justin Fields' best and last chance this year with the Bears. It's like Yoda. You do or do not. There is no try. Uh, we got Brandon calling from South Carolina. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Brandon. Yo, what's up, JR? How are you? Go ahead. I'm pretty good. I think I think the Justin Fields thing is, like, honestly overrated. I feel like the media looks for honesty, and then you get honesty, especially <clears> – <throat> as bad as it looks for the Bears. And then the guy does start getting ripped. I mean, he, he did come and, and gather the media in the locker room because he wanted to to clear things up. But to be honest with you, Luke Getzey has been awful. I don't know what happened. He, he showed some promising stuff last year with his calls, play-action boot, but they've just been dropping Justin Fields back and 
making it seem like he can be Peyton Manning or something, and they haven't been utilizing the strips. And it's obviously on Justin, too. But the the whole, all oh, the coaches, it's just, you know, he's being honest, and then these people who are going to rip him apart and stuff like that, you know, they're going to get hits, and they're going to write pieces and, you know, articles on this. Like, so I don't, I mean, I don't know. Part of his job, well, I don't agree with you there. And it's not because I'm a member of the media. At the end of the day, I'm just a dude who works in this business and has a different perspective. Uh, I'm forwarded enough to sit in a seat and talk. Do you think what came out of his mouth was a good idea for his own position? No, it wasn't a good idea at all, you know, historically speaking, especially for the quarterback, like the player that, takes all the blame and has to be the most accountable and is the most important position on the team. But Justin Fields has never historically presented somebody or himself as somebody who gives like these kind of quotes. Like he barely looks interested on the field at times. Oh, well, like you, you're not painting the, the most, uh, you know, positive photo of the team's quarterback. And so to, to say that it's being, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you know, overblown or, picked apart by the like that's a part of the job a part of the job for the quarterback the point guard the star player whoever it is you have to be accountable when you're expected to be the best player you're probably making the most money on the team you got to know how to go out there and walk that line and Justin Fields ain't walking the line it doesn't matter how you feel about the offense it's not your job to throw the coaches under the bus to the media. You might as well be be sitting in front or standing in front of the piranhas and you just feeding them, man. You don't do that. Kyle is here from Omaha. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Kyle. Good, sir. Just got to say, man, uh, you have one of the smoothest radio voices ever. Uh, hearing you on the radio, man, it's you and Maggie and Perloff, you guys are the top shows. By far, out of all of them, man. So well, thank you. I appreciate my, my voice. Yeah. My voice is pretty strained right now, but I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, Kyle. What's but up? I have to say, I'm a big Bears fan, born and raised, man. And you know, we've been through the quarterbacks. Everybody knows that. But it's that offensive line, man. For real, like he doesn't want to get. He's young. He he doesn't want to get injured. You know, the the coach probably told me you can't be running as much because you're going to get injured. So we tried the pocket thing, but that ain't that ain't him. He's got to break out of the pocket just like, you know, the gunslinger he's trying he trying to be with the long pass that he was doing in college days. And they're just he doesn't have an opportunity. He's got like two seconds. You need at least three. He's got two seconds every play. So, I mean, the run game, it can't even get established because the line just ain't there. And that's the way you establish the line is with the run game. But the run game ain't there. So it's either three and out and hope the defense can keep up. But you know the defense is young. So it's a couple of rebuilding years before we're going to get there. And I know he switched a lot of teammates and a lot of players came into the game, but it's, it's still a couple more years, man. We need to get a line on both defense and offense in order to get something really going. Well, uh, unless he shows a whole hell of a lot, it, that is very true. Uh, the, the, the play calling can certainly be better. But do you know who's going to get the boot first? Well, the fact that we called that <laughs> screen on the goal line, I mean, <laughs> the offensive uh, coaching, man, I don't know. I mean, we had Nagy, and he's doing fine on the team, you and know, so you, I don't know. what. Now you got a defensive coordinator who's the head coach of the team, and now he has to call the plays on defense. But 
they they ain't gonna get rid of him, especially if Justin Fields is gonna be spouting off, you know, at the mouth. That's not not gonna help his cause, even if it, part of it is true. Hey, Kyle, thank you for well, calling from Omaha, man. Yeah, you know he cut his uh, social media out too to like try to get all that, so he wasn't putting his mouth out there. But you know he can't help it; he's young, so he's gonna say what he uh, can to defend him. I don't want to. I don't want to blame it on age, you know. But it's just the world that we live in. Uh, come on now, the age. He's young. Come on, we had Sauce Gardner from the New York Jets. This man had to delete his social. Does everybody gotta respond to everything negative that people say? Does does, does everybody have to? I mean, is there a level of maturity where you just go, "Why do I care what this person thinks?" Like it's a part of my job. Like who cares? Eight five five two one two four CBS. Manny's here from Georgia. What's up? Man? Well, that engine Hello. sure sounds nice. Damn, what took him so long? Hey, shut for a minute there. I thought he got. I thought he was underneath the engine. I mean, he'd like just called, so there's no excuse not to be ready. Eric is here from Texas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jar. How are you doing tonight? Excellent. Go ahead. I, I, first, I just want to say a little quick thing about Shep. I think he's on to something about, about the agents. I think they're starting to get lazy and they're just collecting checks. Anyways, that's neither uh, here they, the, the agents have to – there's so much testing that they have to go through. There's so much money that they have to pay out of their own pockets. It's, it's not like you wake up and now you're an NFL agent. A lot of the NFL agents don't necessarily even – they, they don't even make money. These dudes pay exorbitant fees uh, to represent the players. They have to take tests. A lot of times they have to put up money out of their own pocket to hope for an investment, to work with a young athlete who might leave them the next day. And so I, I'm not going to go on the thing of, oh, my God, they, they, they're, just, they're just taking advantage of the athletes. That's These dudes, most of the agents – who have to register with the NFLPA, these dudes are are struggling to make things work. They got degrees in management or they're lawyers. It's it ain't no easy job, man. That's a good point, Jerry. Hey, I, w- I was thinking about uh, Justin Fields, and last year he was the most dynamic person in that division. Like Jared Goff, he wasn't. They weren't even talking about him. They were talking about the runs. So if you know that your quarterback can't pass after game one. Why don't you do some designed runs? Because that's what the guy's good at. And, I mean, you got to move the chains. I mean, why aren't they doing that, Jarrah? I don't know. You're going to have to ask Luke Getze, and you may have to ask the, the, the head coach, Iberflus, but that man, his forte is defense. Look, they're going to have some conversations after what Justin Fields said publicly today. Uh, was it the smartest thing for him to say? I don't think so. I think you say and, and, and yell those things behind closed doors. I think you let your agent go out there and, and do some of that work. Uh, but what he has done, I, I feel bad about. You can look at how bad the offense is and the offensive play calling. But at the end of the day, fans are going to look at him and they're going to say, yo, what's the deal? Why do you suck? And now you're going to be blaming other people about it. It, it it ain't the easiest thing, Eric. I'll tell you that much. Jack is here from Alaska. Go ahead, Jack. Hey, I hope you can hear me, Jr. I can. Go ahead. 
Hey, by the way, I, I, I listen to you quite a bit, whether I'm in my car or I got my headphones on, I'm working on something in the garage or in the yard. I really like your show. Thank you. Appreciate it. What's up? I, I, I wanted to ask you about, uh, you know, Justin Fields. He's a young man, and I'm 51 years old. When I was young, you know, I, I said and did a lot of dumb things that I really regret. And I'm just fortunate that I have people that help me out, show me how to act as a man and all that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm 51 years old, and almost each week I say something that I regret or wish I could have took it back. And I, just, I guess I'd just like to hear your thoughts on that. And I'd like to listen if you don't mind. Thank you. No doubt about it, Jack. Thank you for calling from Alaska. Listen, man, ain't nobody out here perfect. Everybody puts their foot in their mouth from time to time. Ain't nobody perfect. People say things that they regret, that they don't want to say, that they wish they said. But this is the NFL. This is, this, this is a part of the job. Ain't nobody expecting him to be perfect. But if there's one thing that you should probably always do is be accountable for yourself and don't pass the buck. That's it. They get paid a lot of money. And so we're going to have dudes who say the right thing, the wrong thing, who get frustrated, get upset. Yeah, they're human beings. I don't think anybody's expecting them to be perfect. But if there's one, and I don't want to necessarily call it a cardinal sin, but if there's one thing that you should not do as a quarterback in the NFL, especially when you're struggling, is point the finger at anybody else. Typically, it doesn't end good. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to more of your calls, 855-212-4CBS. At the top of the hour, it's going to be a new top six list. Top six athletes who turned into coaches. But before that, there's a Hall of Fame guy in the NFL who wants to be a coach with Deion Sanders. I'm going to tell you who it is on the other side of the break. You will hear it from his own mouth, plus your calls. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, I love your show. I love you, brother. I work I work I work the graveyard shift and I, I listen to you every night. It's a pleasure talking to you and uh you be well, brother. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. This portion of the show is sponsored by the United States Postal Service. Introducing USPS Ground Advantage, reliable and affordable, two- to five-day package shipping. The United States Postal Service. You know, at the top of the hour, I'm going to share with you a new top six list. We're going to take a look at some of the best athletes to become coaches. You know, who, who have, who are some of the people who have excelled in both areas? I'm going to give you a top six list. We're going to share that with you at the top of the hour. You know, before we went to break, we talked a lot about Justin Fields, you know, throwing his coaches under the bus and then trying to clean it up. And it, coaches have been a a big part of, of every conversation over the past, I don't know, just several weeks led by Deion Sanders. To my surprise, just a little bit, Warren Sapp, yes, Warren Sapp, one of the best defensive players one of the best defensive tackles that the NFL has ever seen, went into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's been hanging out in Colorado. 
And Warren Sapp took it a step further. He was sitting down with Rich Eisen, and Warren Sapp said, next season, I'm going to coach the defense with Deion Sanders. Listen to this. So what, 2024 Colorado Buffalo staff? Is that your your target date? Is that what that would be I, for I, you? Yeah, I want to be there next year. I want to be there next year. I'm going to get everything to paperwork, and I'm going to go to work. Because sitting on my couch watching tape, making the uh, tap in the lab, I'm going to go tap in the class. <laughs> Sounds great. I'm going to go tap online. I was going to go get this degree. And then we're going to go out and teach these kids these five steps to the quarterback because I know something about this game. When you have a quarterback like Shador, and if my D-line will go hunt the other quarterback, our chances of winning just went through the roof. Okay. Now, Warren Sapp, obviously one of the best defensive players that the league has ever seen. Seven-time Pro Bowler, Defensive Player of the Year. That man was a terror. He was a bowling ball in the middle of the field, in the middle of the offensive line, or going through offensive lines. And if he can impart anything on a defense, it's it's going to work. I don't, I, And I think he would actually work as a coach. Hey, to be honest, I don't know how many people know this. Warren Sapp isn't uh, always the most easygoing guy. He can be quite cantankerous from time to time. But that may actually benefit him when it comes down to coaching. He's not going to sugarcoat anything. He don't take no crap. And if I'm a defensive lineman, a defensive tackle, and I'm looking to play at a high level, he is definitely someone that I want to look up to and pay attention to. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Set is here from Chicago. The JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Set? JR, what's going on, bro? I'm rolling, man. Go ahead, please. Man, yeah, so... Yeah, uh, yeah. Reiterating back on uh, my man Justin Fields. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that that what he said was definitely not what he should have told the media folks. Even though what he said is definitely, you could tell there's some there's some truth behind that because man, like like one of the callers said, Luke Gessie, he did call a screenplay at the at the uh, goal line not only once, not only twice, but three times. They are. It was three times in a row he's called a screenplay. And it's like, man, you got some veterans on the other side. Like, man, we looking at the same formation y'all just ran, bro. Like, it's crazy to me. But, yeah, man, uh, he definitely shouldn't have never said that about the coaches. You know, like like what he said the second time when he uh, back backtracked his words, that's what he should have said the first time and just, just came out the next game yeah. and just, you know, stepped up well, his game plan and played freely like, like you know he can, so. The only thing that, that, that should do the talking for him is, is, is play on the field and, and what gets said about the offense and the execution and the plays. Those are the type of things, man. You got you to gotta keep that in-house and not out. 855-212-4CBS. Nick is calling from here in Atlanta. What's up, Nick? Yo, JR. Thanks for taking my call, man. Sure. What's up? Uh, nothing. I just wanted to take this Justin Fields thing from a historical perspective as far as uh, my – uh, vision on him. You know, I'm a UGA fan, and when he was here with the Dogs and Kirby Smart picked him over Fromm, or picked Fromm over him, I should say, I was a little suspect. Uh, and he went on to Ohio State, and, you know, Kirby Smart ended up doing his thing, and it seemed like he knows what was going on. And then as a Falcons fan, passing on fields and getting hits at, at four overall instead of him, I was a little 
hesitant with that decision as well. But today when he made that statement, I was like, I think all these guys, as far as the Dogs and the Falcons, were right. I mean, that's the last thing he should have said. And it's his third year, man. It's, it's up to him to be making this, this stuff happen. And he's looking lost on the field. I mean, I, I don't think there's anyone to blame at this point. But himself, he's got the talent. But he's not making the most of it. And it might be cerebral or what, but... I think it's all on fields at this point. I was curious what your thoughts would be. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pit it on all him. Uh, we we see, and then even dating back to last year, we saw his athleticism, and on a consistent basis. And thank you, Nick, for calling from here in Atlanta. On a consistent basis, we see it all over the NFL. It's it's been an explosion of this. NFL offenses look at the player and figure out how to build the offense around the player. What are you good at? How do you advance? And they try to work things out from there. It has been clear as day that he needs to improve as a passer. Do the Chicago Bears need to force feed him into throwing the ball right now? Or is it a natural progression? Uh, They did bring him in weapons. They tried to draft him some help on the offensive line. And so I think you should give us a slow walk. I mean, if he's not prepared. But maybe, just maybe, the Chicago Bears aren't all that invested uh, in his growth. Maybe they look at him and say, well, this is what we want you to do. Uh, This is what we try to do with you, and we don't think you're good enough to do it. So, hey, if you don't work out, more for us. Unless Iberflus is a complete joke and loses the locker room, I don't see him going anywhere after year number two. And then Ryan Poles ain't going anywhere either, which is why I say Justin Fields made a massive mistake. Look, he got a whole lot more games he would hope to get things together. And if he doesn't, he ain't going to be around. It's as simple as that. They'll get rid of him. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. On the other side of the break, it's Wednesday night. It's going into Thursday morning. You know what that means. It's going to be time for a new top six list. And since we're talking about coaches, who's to blame? Who's not to blame? We just heard Warren Sapp say he wants to hook up with Dion. I'm going to give you a top six list. Some of the best athletes that turned into some of the best coaches. That top six list is coming in a few minutes. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 